Hi guys and welcome to The Marketing Hive, the podcast talking all things marketing. Myself, Amy and Kate are here with you today on episode two and we are going to talk all things TikTok, how to move over to TikTok and the strategy that's helped us grow on TikTok. So... I am so excited for this episode. I've literally been so excited for it. I've been thinking loads about all the different tips that I want to share because I think, I don't know, it's so current, isn't it? Everybody's talking about moving over to TikTok at the moment. So sorry to interrupt you, but I just, I needed to get that out there. I'm mega excited to talk about this. Yeah, definitely same. And to be honest with you, I think it's one that is going to be exciting in the respect of both myself and you have quite different journeys into TikTok. So It'd be quite interesting to see that kind of like change of, you know, how I've grown into TikTok and how yours has happened. Because obviously, again, everyone's probably at different stages. Some people I know may have TikTok like you have, um, whereas myself is a complete newbie. So strategies are definitely different in terms of that. And I guess the opportunities that you have when trying to move over to TikTok. Yeah, absolutely. I think for a lot of people now, so I, I I think we might have touched on this on the Instagram episode, but I came to TikTok from a place of, oh my God, I've taken time off of Instagram when I had my baby and my engagement was just already shot to bits a bit before everybody else started to experience that. Um, So for me, I think I had like kind of, I was fortunate that we weren't quite we were like a couple of months off that point where everybody migrated over so I had time to make the mistakes and try things out and be silly before my audience on Instagram really knew I was there yeah whereas then it was like an influx wasn't it of everybody coming over from Instagram and trying to get on it and everyone's doing the same trends and it yeah Yeah. it's that they definitely we've both come from different places with it but like I was telling you what I was doing the whole time anyway it's so funny like when we were talking about it and you kept saying to me I really need to get on TikTok and I'm like you really do I know I know and I think that's the thing isn't it and I guess it is that thing of why we want to talk about it because it is that kind of fear of like like I know for myself and I know for a lot of people who I've spoken to it is that thing of like oh god it's adding another marketing channel like I don't have time to post on Instagram as it is it's like how am I gonna post on TikTok like you know or how do I even set up a TikTok and it's finding out and figuring out all those rules again like I guess one thing I want to start with in terms of like tips is on profile optimization because for me obviously that really pit me off starting the TikTok like when I first set it up I'd was really excited you know I'd had loads of tips from you in terms of like things to do in terms of profile optimization and I literally couldn't do much of it. And I just felt so frustrated because I was a bit like, well, how am I going to market my business if I can't hit my website URL in there, for example? Or it's that question of like, you know, you've got so many people saying, should it be a business account? Should it be a personal account? Like, yeah, like I completely get the frustration with like setting up a new account. And I must admit for like me, it was, it did pit me off like, initially posting for a bit because I was just like I don't feel like this profile is perceiving what I want it to be yeah absolutely it's so and I think it's really difficult when you you come from Instagram or actually any of the other platforms where you can link your website pretty much from the get-go and so you can just say to people oh check out my website for more information on my services or click my link in bio for this and when you come from that being your strategy on other platforms it's really hard. And actually, I was very, very fortunate that when I created my TikTok account, 
it was back when reels had not long started and I think I can't even remember who it was now someone I followed was like take the time to repurpose your reels on TikTok and I repurposed a couple on there and the performance was really good because there wasn't a lot of people within our space yet on TikTok but this was like 2020 2021 but I was able to put my profile link in at that point So that made a big difference because when I came back to it, my profile already had that link. And so I I guess it's kind of like I was, it was, um, is it like a legacy over or whatever, where you you have that good fortune of doing that, which I know a lot of people who've come into it now haven't. So I can't relate to that side of it because I have always been able to link to my business website. Yeah, definitely. But I guess so like moving on to that, like I did, because I've been playing around obviously with, because there were so many mixed things on like, do you have a business profile? Do you have a personal profile? Like there were so many mixed emotions on that. I kind of like thought, do you know what? This is a brand new platform. I've got nothing to lose in the end. And I tested out between having, you know, a business and a personal account. Um, and I did eventually on the, when I had the business account, I did eventually like get the, um, option to put my url in so i think it's just tiktok figuring out what you're there for and then giving you that sometimes they say the rules of like i think it's like you've got to have is it ten thousand followers to i think get? it's a thousand followers to oh, put your link yeah yeah i can't quite remember but again i didn't have a thousand i literally only started it like two days and then i think it was about a week later and then i'd I think I messaged you like, oh, finally, I've got the website you are. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then again, it does. And it did like it was great because then I had that. But then I being on a business account found that I definitely wasn't getting the reach I felt I could. Um, it was definitely harder in terms of also for like trending sounds and things like that. Um, I did find the business account a lot more restrictive, I guess. So I did actually do a test. Like I say, I tried to persevere with the business account for a month because I really wanted to give it, you know, it's all I kind of wanted to test out why it was not as good, maybe why, you know, what was the difference between that? Um, And then I switched over to a personal account, which I still have now. Annoyingly, I have lost my URL. um, section but again like if you really want that website in your profile you can just put your you know website address in your um like bio as such like that's what I've done you know I've put for more information or whatever visit my website and then I've just put mangoandwild.com for example so people know that's the website to go to again like once you think about it like most of the time again another thing with um tiktok is they don't let people message you unless you're friends with each other so with that tiktok actually helps people to go over to for example your instagram where then you build that kind of more i guess community connection or more like conversational stuff in terms of if you want to work with each other or you know get more in-depth conversation so again I wouldn't overthink the URL now um, because again I know that people would you know be sent to Instagram where they can get the link in my bio and stuff like that if they really wanted to so again I think don't like I think it's that thing of like don't overthink it I know I definitely did because I was just so like it's just so frustrating you're like yeah it is it's that thing of it's just so frustrating and it's like 
you know it should be there but it's not there so it's like well, why is it not there why yeah. can't I do this like yeah it should just be so easy yeah. um but yeah it's definitely that thing of like just don't overthink it because if you think of it in the long run like you know you're talking about your business name or you've got your business name as your like um URL and stuff yeah. like that so again people are going to know who you are so if they wanted to then further um find you I'm sure they'll be able to as such absolutely and I actually think it's you have to focus a lot more on profile optimization in other ways before you hit that thousand followers and actually having your URL is such a small part of that's the part I think about the least so I actually updated my sort of profile even this morning because I'm constantly trying out different variations of what I should say but the overwhelming sort of um advice I would have overwhelming not like sort of like the overall advice I would have for that is to treat it in the same way you would treat SEO for your website so when you if you take the time to search on TikTok and I know I used to do this on Instagram a lot I would if I was looking for say someone in email marketing or an Instagram expert I would go on Instagram search and I would search for those things and people are using TikTok in the same way so for example if for me I share website tips so I make sure that my profile has website tips in it I make sure it's got SEO tips in it um web designer seo specialist all of those sort of keywords that people are going to be searching for on the platform they're what you want to optimize your profile with so first of all you want to make sure you've got those keywords in but then you also want to make sure that when they land on your profile they get a really clear idea of who you are and what it is that your content is about and that is going to convert the followers and i think until you get to a thousand followers that's what you have to work on is converting the visitors your profile the people that see your videos get them to follow you once you hit a thousand you can add that link and then that just is another layer of lead generation so then your goal kind of goes from being get a thousand followers to okay get the people that are watching my videos to click my link yeah a hundred percent and again I think it's that thing as well like talking on making it specific it's a bit like I always like to use and the same with like Instagram bios it's that analogy of like this is your online shop front so you know, if you are looking for clothing and the online shop says shoes, you're not going to go there, are you? So it is that thing of making sure that your profile does really speak about what you're offering. And then again, with that, you're going to get followers also that could become those potential sales and leads because they're people who are interested in what you're doing. They're people who you know want to learn these tips or want to buy these products and things so again in the long run you're building up a good strong following instead of just kind of like like you say just trying to get to a thousand for example yeah 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 that is true that makes a huge difference as well and I think a lot of the people that I end up connecting with on TikTok I would seek if I got to the point where I wanted to work with them I would seek them out So if they didn't have a link and I had to type their website address into my browser myself, that would not affect whether or not I worked with them. The the goal of your content is to just make it that you're an obvious choice for them. They're not going to say, oh, I'm not going to choose you because you don't have a link. Like, that's ridiculous. (laughs) Isn't it really? When you think about it, it's you build it up so much in your mind, but just don't because you having a clickable link in your profile is probably not going to be what is the deciding factor in them working with you. 
Exactly. And it is that fact to like anything in life, anything in strategy when it comes to marketing is it's that thing of people by people. So again, people aren't going to just land on your TikTok page and then purchase from you straight away, whether you've got that link there or not. People are going to want to follow you or want to keep checking in with you to make sure you feel like the right fit to make sure you're, you know, able to answer their problems and give them a solution and so forth. So again, it's not about just having a platform that's going to suddenly get you inquiries and sales. It's about, you know, building that know, like, and trust, building that thing of getting people to, you know, know who you are, know the services you provide, trust that you can help them, connect with them and make, you know, yourself relatable to them, that then they're going to want to purchase from you because they, you know, they like you, they like the way you speak with your content and so forth it's all the kind of factors that merge into it that make people buy not just because you've got a url for example yeah absolutely and actually i think that leads quite well onto the second point that we had about not overthinking your strategy in general and what you're doing on there so going back to when i first started on tiktok i very much did not overthink any of it i spent a little bit of time scrolling through videos seeing what people were doing and then i just thought okay i can do that i'm going to give that a try i i think I mean, when i look back now i can't even really remember an exact example but i went through a phase where i would just scroll until i saw someone doing a video with a trending sound um that i could apply to my business so I can't even think of a good example now, but I would just scroll until I found one that seemed relevant and I just, okay, fine. I'm going to film that today and I would upload it. And it, it was just fun. It was just being silly and it was just seeing what would happen. I don't think that needs to change now just because more people are on there. I still, I mean, there is, there is more to it. And some of the other tips we have are about ways that you can turn that into other types of content and whatever. But the main thing is to just, try everything initially don't overthink it try everything don't worry about copying people because it's not so it kind of that's kind of what the platform's built on like the trending sounds thing is literally oh they did that for their email marketing business I'm going to try and do that for my web design business so I'm going to change I'm going to copy the sound I'm going to copy like kind of what they're saying but change it so it's applicable to my business that is what a lot of people do with trending sounds yeah 100% and that is it isn't it it is that thing of don't overthink it because talking of like trending sounds it's even like where you've got like trending dances and stuff like that like they're they're people all doing the same thing because it's it's a trend it's something to follow it's just making sure it's related to your business and I think like going back to the point of like don't overthink it definitely like like I say with me obviously when I started it because I started from zero I've obviously like tested out business and personal I have seen the growth kind of like quicken and double being on a personal account but that's just me I know people who have business accounts that do do well so again just test both out if you feel like you need to like you know give one two weeks see what your stats look like and then another two weeks do it on the a personal profile for example and then compare the difference and that's it like don't overthink it in terms of like I guess which one you should have it's kind of like which one feels right and which one works best for you um, yeah which one helping your business grow as such 
and like don't pay someone 50 pound for a consultation to ask them like what what type of profile you should have and that that's something actually I shared on stories last week I think some so I'm I'm not going to go into like a slagging match over it or go into the specifics but there are quite a few people in the online space who are whatever the current popular social media platform is is what they are an expert on and they will try and sell you workshops and 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 don't get me wrong I'm not knocking workshops Amy and I have done workshops or you know like we've done Google Analytics workshops and what have you but they're very actionable and they come from a place of Amy and I having a lot of knowledge within SEO that people find challenging and the idea behind the workshops is to actually teach people how to do that themselves but SEO is a very technical topic and you often do need that layer of education for it you can't wing it with SEO it takes six months to rank on Google sometimes you can't afford to just don't overthink it and wing it and see if it works um with social media you absolutely can people have viral successes overnight out of absolutely nowhere and you definitely do not need to pay someone who says they're an expert to tell you how to optimize your profile we're sitting here now telling you for free how to optimize your profile because it is not it's not that deep that you need to pay someone money for it and I think that is the problem when you get into a cycle of overthinking things you think oh my gosh I just don't know I need to pay someone to tell me exactly what to do I need to take a course to tell me exactly what to do it's all shit you don't need and the algorithm could change tomorrow particularly with something like TikTok because it's in its infancy look at the way the Instagram algorithm changed that could easily happen with TikTok and you've paid someone for a course or a workshop to teach you what to do and tomorrow that could change and you're out of money it is that thing isn't it of like social media is always evolving um Mm. I mean anything in marketing is always evolving and changing but you know it doesn't change as quickly in terms of like SEO you know that it's still the same thing in terms of do this do that do this it's a much more tried and tested method isn't it SEO it's like it's logical I think social media platforms aren't as logical yes exactly and I think that's the thing and it's a bit like if you kind of go on to like our other thing about like trending sounds like you you know someone could give you a list of trending sounds that you're like I don't know you could be paying for a course and they're giving you a month's worth of trending sounds but those trending sounds couldn't be trending anymore like trending sounds are trending because of that particular time now some trending sounds last for months some trending sounds last a day some trending sounds last a week like there's no rhyme or reason why they don't like you know all have a specific time frame on them it just depends on how many people are using that sound and then how you know quickly it becomes a popular song and sound to keep using um until it then dies out as such so it is that thing of like you could be wasting money on things that aren't necessary like it's going to help you on the now but not for like the future in terms of things do change it is about lot a lot of the time trial and error testing learning see what's working see what's not working and so forth a bit like um I think probably going on to our other tip about the content in the terms of three and one because I think yes yeah it works really well yeah so the the three and one strategy just before we get into it I don't 100% know where it originated from, but there is an account um, who I absolutely love. He shares amazing tips and trending sounds and all kinds of stuff called Jackson's Tips on TikTok. Mm -hmm. And he is where I first became aware of the three-in-one rule. Um, And 
the idea behind the three-in-one rule so actually I, I think I must have told you about it Amy when we yeah. went to the podcast conference before this podcast was even born yeah um, and the idea behind it is that for every idea you have for a video to create that idea into three different types of video so the first one being uh an original sound you speaking to the camera you just pure education entertainment whatever it is you're going for with the topic the second one is text on screen so rather than um with a, with or without a trending sound and then mm -hmm. the third one is um more of like a oh, oh yeah so sorry going back to that so text on screen and you can either do that with the oh, we're getting into all sorts of techniques now but there's the one where you do like a seven second recording of just yourself and yeah. then you have like a trending sound in the background but it's not a trending sound that you would lip sync to it's more just like a popular song that's trending and you put the text over the top or you can do a trending sound where you know it's a bit more of like a skit style and you're like lip syncing and what have you and the text on screen like that and then yeah. the third option is a, a sort of condensed version of your first one. So your first one, that might be an educational video that's like a minute long. The third one would be like under 20 seconds, bang, 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 like just getting the points out there. Yeah. And the idea is to see what sticks, which one does the best. And that also will help you a lot when you initially start with TikTok to know what style of video your followers like best, how you best teach and what performs the best in terms of bringing in customers or followers or whatever it is you want to gain out of it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think it is that thing like, you know, and I find sometimes I do all three and there's no rhyme and reason on which one has performed personally better. Um, but it gives you you variation I guess gives you variation to bring new potential followers in um, and also it helps you like obviously in terms of like don't overthink it the overwhelm of like adding another channel it helps you again create that content because you're creating one idea into three pieces of content so you know you're repurposing one thing into three which is obviously going to save you so much time in terms of content creation and thinking you've got to you know do so much when it comes to adding this additional channel in terms of like having to create more for another platform as such yeah and I also think it's really useful for so what I tend to do is have like a bank of <laughs> videos that are like seven seconds long of just my face and then when I come to want to create content and I don't have time to sit down and talk to the camera or whatever else it might be then I can just go back on a video where I've just been educating through talking and I can do a written version of that and so the idea behind the seven second video trend for people that don't know it is that the text on screen should take longer than seven seconds to read and that way it the person watches the video all the way through to the end and likely then watches it again reading all the text and it ups your watch time and one of the metrics that TikTok uses for whether or not a post is going to go viral is watch time. If people watch the video all the way through to the end, you're far more likely to get pushed out to a bigger audience. So that's the logic behind that style of post anyway. The three in one rule just allows you to cover all those bases because you might find you have an audience. I know I follow some people and I love when they do a video that's like over a minute because everything they provide is so valuable um, that I want. I want more 
Whereas I find my content is better when it sits under the 30, 40 second. And that's what I found works better with my audience, but it varies massively. So it's worth trying all of them. I definitely can say, and that's interesting because I find that, I mean, I'm probably much further behind in terms of learning and testing compared to um, yourself with that. But I do find that for me, if I sit and think about it my longer form content probably does better than my shorter versions as such um I do find my more like conversational topics I guess are ones that perform best or if not if I had to peel it down into categories it would be kind of like you know long form content but you know that's like above a minute does really well or my really short ones where it is just the text on the screen giving like a couple of tips for example yeah um, that do do the best for me as such but I yeah I'm still in that testing phase of like learning and seeing what what does better as such and kind of looking at all the data of you know what's got the most views and things but yeah it's interesting to know you know the difference between two accounts as such yeah absolutely and we probably overlap audiences quite a bit as well so it just goes to show that you can't it it might just be your recording style or whatever but the idea behind that rule the three-in-one rule is it gives you that freedom to explore it and it's creating three videos out of one idea which when you're struggling because I think with with Instagram, people were much more like, oh, I only post once a week or three times a week or what have you. And people used to always say, as long as you are consistent with your posting schedule, the algorithm will sort of reward that and what have you. But with TikTok, it's the more you post, the better. Like at one point when I was going through a period of noticing that the for me, my profile was doing quite well and that I could make this my main sort of marketing stream to replace what Instagram had been I was posting like seven videos a day that is a hardcore amount of videos like it was not I burnt out very quickly doing that but it got me the that initial growth that I wanted um and finding out about things like the three-in-one rule made that so much easier yeah I was gonna say if you're posting seven times a day there must be like it must be hard to come up with content ideas it was so hard I think that three and one rule definitely helps when it comes to that yeah absolutely and also like the not to go massively off topic but um the website reviews really helped with that as well when I had started to get a really influx like I constantly have over a hundred drafts of people wanting website reviews it's so funny at the moment I'm sharing reviews for people that requested a review over a month ago and I swear some of the time they don't even remember having asked me and yeah. I had one guy replied to me yesterday and he was like wow you must have a and it was the guy who was website I reviewed and he was like wow you must have a big bag of these and I'm like yeah I really do but I want to give everybody the review yeah I'm very conscious at some point I'm going to get to a point where I have to probably do it differently and more just randomly choose a comment and do the review on that because it's getting silly like I'm constantly a month behind how am I gonna ever catch up yeah um but they really helped doing content that wasn't my face on camera allowed me to bulk record a lot more as well yes I was gonna say and I know that obviously because I you got you do the website reviews and I was saying I need to find something that makes you know people want to come to me or if they land on the page want to you know stick around get something come back and so forth and build that kind of like conversational stuff 
Um, so I did the same in respect of doing SEO audits. Um, I haven't plugged it as much again, but it definitely helps. And I do de definitely find they are the best performing um, yeah. and do help with growth quicker. Because again, I think it is that thing of like, you know, someone's commenting because they want something you're then replying with a video and then they're replying back with additional comments or so forth that yeah. TikTok can see the value in terms of what you're providing to those people that it definitely boosts things much quicker so you know when it comes to content like definitely use like we say the three and one rule to help you with cutting back that overwhelm I guess of like how am I going to show up so many times I don't know what to post and things um but also try and see if you have something that you can do, you know, that's kind of like specific to your niche as such um, that then can make your TikTok a little bit different to others and make people want to come and stick around as such. Absolutely. And I know that we haven't included this in our tips, but I'm really annoyed at myself because this morning I was literally thinking about how I wanted to talk about this and Amy and I quickly just sort of shared what our tips were going to be before we um started recording um i'm not going to call this tip number seven i'm just going to do it an extension of this tip the best performing content on tiktok is educational so i mean well actually that's a lie educational or entertaining but if we're talking about from a marketing point of view marketing your business ideally you should be educating yeah. and with the reviews for example what I have found with that and it wasn't at all what I expected it to be so I was showing website reviews to help that individual and also to help me come up with more content to try and hit my seven posts a day ridiculous target that I gave myself but what I actually have found now that I have sort of a catalogue of them is that people will come to me and say I've been watching all of your review videos and taking your tips and applying them to my website and it's become something that is a resource within itself even for people who haven't had the review yeah. and that for me is it's like someone left me a comment yesterday it was so lovely I've saved it because I want to do them video reply saying that I'm one of their favorite accounts on TikTok because they learn so much from me and I oh, thought oh my god it. I love that because that completely by accident has become what I framed my content around in terms of yeah. the reviews and the more I lean into education and lean out of lead generation the more people I've booked the more the account has grown and I think like the more I feel that it's worthwhile to post so I don't show up on TikTok every day to make money for my business it's a nice bonus but I show up because I'm creating a community of people who I'm helping yeah. and I think if you get into that mindset it makes it much easier to come up with content because I know back when I was on Instagram all of my content was geared around lead generation how do I book someone how do I get someone to book this service blah 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 but now I just have the services there in the background and my content is purely educational. And I had a call with someone this morning who was like, I've been watching your videos for ages, following all of your tips, move from Wix to Shopify. And I'm like, yes, like representing moving over from Wix, love that. Um, and then he said, I just need someone to do the polishing, like final touches on my website. And he said, I got to the point where I just thought, let's just see what services she offers. And I saw that you offer this VIP design day. And I thought that's perfect. That's exactly what I need. And that is a completely organic journey from someone who is just watching my videos to learn to booking with me without there being any intention on my part of that. Does that make yeah. sense? You know, like obviously the whole thing is marketing. The whole thing is intentional to promote my business, but it's, 
it's not the day-to-day the meaning behind my content anymore yeah a hundred percent I think that's where it comes down to that like people by people and building that community connection and like you know you're giving value and the more value you can give someone the more someone's going to want that um and it just goes to show like you say you you know you've given value in terms of doing these website reviews you've given value in sharing all this educational content to help people and that value has turned into people then wanting to work with you because they see the value in what you can do for free so they know the value they're going to get is going to be more you know if they're paying for that service as such yeah that is exactly it and so that would be in terms of content I know we've we've covered a lot <laughs> with content there's so much I almost feel like we should have specifically done something on just content yeah. but I think that just makes a huge difference it it yeah. changes your mindset it changes the way you build a community I was listening to a podcast yesterday about someone talking about the importance of community and it's so true it's not all about yeah like we're saying the lead generation it's just about you get to that point where you become an authority. I think I, I never really understood that bit of advice before being on TikTok, that how being no, an authority it, is actually the best marketing you can do. Yeah, and it is true, really, because of thinking about my content, like I say, I've actually just been messing around with TikTok. I haven't used it in a way of, like, strategic, you know, I'm still in the testing phases, not really sure what I want to do with it. I'm just, you know, posting daily on there, seeing what I can't you know what comes from it but the last couple of weeks I have had a number of inquiries come from TikTok and I haven't again the same that used TikTok in that way of generating yeah sales I haven't hit posts out there really saying about like here's my services or you know I've got this availability like most of my content is the same it's educational which you know um seo tips um what's best things to use for social media what platforms should you use and so forth like yeah i i haven't used or i'm not using tiktok in a way of trying to generate sales but it it is doing the selling for me without me even realizing yeah 100 and i think the the posts that perform best are the ones like that like the few that i've done where i have listed my services they don't perform well because i think TikTok more than any other platform people really don't want to be sold to Mm -hmm. they want to be entertained or educated or what have you and I'm the same on there I wouldn't engage with a video where someone was just showing their services if I'm interested in their services I'll seek them out what I want to know is why they're an authority what can I learn from them and you know what do I get out of following them so Yeah. yeah actually that kind of leads on to um I've completely lost track of our list of what oh, we're meant to be sharing is it pinned posts that is exactly what I was thinking pinned posts is our next tip yeah definitely um because yeah so we're obviously been talking a lot about like content and how you know our style of content has been and kind of the thing of like people by people and this is one of the things where pinned posts happen so most of the time or often you'll see that you go into someone's TikTok and pinned posts are like their best performing posts, you know, where they've got millions of views or thousands of views or whatever. But I know we both have, um, you know, heard, been taught, told, whatever you want to say, um, that you should post, have your pinned posts more as the ones that are you know relatable to you again it's that shop front thing I think of like your bio is there to quickly tell people 
what they're going to get from your profile. Your pinned posts are almost the same thing in terms of they're going to quickly tell people, you know, who you are or what they're going to find from you. So don't always look at your pinned posts as the ones of like being like, oh, look at this great, you know, post that got millions of views. If that post that, you know, was trending and got millions of views is valuable, I guess, or relatable to what you do, then great maybe pin it but if that is just a video that you know got millions of views because you was doing a trending dance and you work in marketing that's not relatable like yeah absolutely it's not I don't like I don't care that you've got you know millions of views on a post that you danced on because guess what we can all do that I guess is my point um <laughs> yeah I, you know we can all jump on a trend and do a trending dance or whatever to get millions of views so I think it is that thing of like thinking about your pins as your shop front like you know making sure it relates to like things that people are going to get from you or you know allowing people to get to know you whether it's you know like a welcome video to who you are and your business and so forth yeah I completely agree I love a welcome video whenever I come on a new profile that is ideally what I want to see and actually I used to have one and I don't currently have one pinned and when we were talking about this I know I'm just really thinking to do one. One. I don't remember what I've got pinned but I feel like I might have unpinned my welcome video <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I definitely, I, I would say that is probably one of the most recommended things I could say is to film an intro video. It's actually very unlikely that it will do, oh, sorry, my window cleaner's here. <laughs> literally got someone like cleaning the window right next to me. I'm like, I don't know if that's picking up. Apologies if it does and it distorts my, the sound of this bit. I can slightly um, hear a, um, like the little squeaky thing tapping on there. Can you? Can you hear it? Yeah. That's so funny. Okay, so had to do a little pause there and stop because the window cleaner started like bang, bang, bang on the window. And Amy very kindly told me that the sound was very distorted. So, um, but where I was with pinned posts is that I think it's really important that you are just able to have that place. Although we have just talked about the fact that you should be educational, you definitely should put a post together that is like, this is who I am. This is what I do. This is the services I offer except that it's not going to perform well, that's not its purpose. Its purpose is to be pinned to the top of your profile and give people that option to dive a bit deeper into what you do. Kind of try and see your pinned posts as, ideally they won't be your most successful posts. Yeah. Like I have, and actually what I have found is that when I pin a post, if it's been semi-successful, it tends to then do very well because people then go on my profile and see it and it gets like a second injection in terms of getting pushed out by the algorithm. So yeah. if you do decide to pin, I tend to choose those kind of posts based on this is a really helpful bit of content and this is the sort of thing that I want people to see that I teach. Um, yeah. So just keep that in mind with your pinned post. Make it the good all-rounders. Yeah, like it. Okay. Um, cool. So I think, well, we've got two, I guess, of our like last tips that we're going to leave you guys with today. Yeah. Um, and I guess the first one I would probably like to just cover is trending sounds. Now, must admit, one thing I hate, which I guess is good in one way because it makes it easy, I guess, to in somewhat way find trending sounds. But please, if you are going to create a TikTok account, don't be another one of those who posts trending sounds 
Oh, you mean like the this sound is trending? Make sure yeah. you do it. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I what know. are you talking about? We've been telling people to do trending sounds, and now you're like, please don't. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'm following. Sorry, I mean it in a way of like, you know, there is millions of people out there jumping on the, you know, to give them ideas, create content by going, this is a trending sound. Here's what you should do to use it like they are helpful those people but there's just so many out there it's there's driving. too many and i think it there are there are a few people who i follow on there who are very good so um one of them is styler socials what i like about her is she'll share a trending sound but she also shows you how to do the trending style of recording to it so i don't yeah. know i can't even think of how the tune went now but there was one where people were like had the camera in front of them and then they turned it to the side and then they turned it back in front of them again and the idea yeah. was to create like a loop again to increase watch time what have you she shares the trending sound and then she shares how oh. you record it and how you edit it that is that for me now is like that next level that higher tier of person who shares that kind of content and they're the ones yeah. that I want to follow I don't anyone who's like I actually recently went through a thing of um I think there's an option on there now I'm saying this I'm like is there isn't that I'm sure that I put a thing on there telling TikTok that I wasn't interested in those style of videos or that person's yes, videos you can. so to stop yourself from seeing relatable con like content you don't want to see I'm pretty sure you like hold your finger on like that video yeah and then it comes up or something like that yeah um, and I now do that with those because I'm like these are just so basic and I have my few accounts there's another one um strategize with care she's brilliant she's um very very successful when actually the other day I I'm not going to go massively off topic about this but just quickly the other day I did share something on stories similar to what I mentioned earlier about don't just pay these so-called experts to teach you how to do stuff but I did yeah. put a disclaimer on there to say there are some people that you absolutely could pay for an account audit or for a mentoring yeah. session or whatever. She was one of those people I was thinking of in my mind. Everyone who has worked with her, she then shares their results and they seem to be really successful, but she's not telling people, am I having a business account or a personal account? She's telling people, yeah. okay, here's a content strategy for you. Here's how you do this. And so, yeah, this is definitely not a plug for her. I haven't personally used her, but I do think she's someone I'd probably recommend to people. Yeah. Um, but yes, so she shares that kind of thing occasionally, but she leans much more into educational style content now. And I, I just think the whole this sound is trending, use it thing is a very, it's too easy. It's too easy a way yeah. to go viral and people are getting sick of it. 100%. Um, so there is another account, but I'm trying to find them now, but I can't remember on the top of my head who they are. There's another one you recommended. And oh, um, Virality Now. Yes, yeah, they, they are, are very good. Stuff. Um, and again, I'm only saying because I've used it, um, but they do have, it's like, I think four pounds a week where you can get like daily trending sounds sent straight to your inbox. Yeah. And I must admit, like, again, it's a massive factor, like, and really helpful if you're like, you know, struggling to create content or you can't think of like content ideas because they basically like give you the trending sound and say like, relate this to your niche by doing x y and z or whatever so they give yeah. you like ideas on how to use the sound to make it relatable to you yeah. um i mean i had to stop paying for it because i was like i'm getting too much content ideas to create so like if you are struggling with content 100 that four pounds is worth it because 
honestly, like you literally click that sound, you can do your recording and you're done and you're getting like seven sounds a day or something. It's like absolutely oh, ridiculous. It's, it's so valuable. That is such a valuable service. So I particularly when I was in my growth phase trying to figure out what sort of content I wanted to put out I don't really do trending sounds that much anymore so I did eventually stop the subscription as well because I was like I'm just not doing them anymore I tend to just do educational stuff very occasionally I might do a trending sound but that was so helpful for me and it really helped me gain that reach initially and figure out the style I wanted to record in and everything I also I don't know if they still offer it but I had a personal growth formula session with them which was also insanely helpful but again something I touched on on stories the other day I did that after I had some initial success on TikTok and I wanted someone who was at that next level of success to look at my content and be like yeah you're you're doing this right and this right we think you could do more of this I don't recommend that kind of thing for people that are just starting out because I just think you have to get some sort of you kind of need the metrics as well for them to be able to look back at your content and tell you what will work and what doesn't. If you're a brand new account, no one can tell you what to post it, in my opinion, at that point. Um, yeah. You have to figure that bit out for yourself. But yeah, so like we're saying, I know earlier on we said don't pay for anything, but there, there are some things you can pay for, but it's finding the right time. Yeah, I think, and again, I think it's making sure that if you are going to pay someone, they are like, that is their job, for example. Yeah. Like, you know, we're sharing this for free today because it's not our job. We, we're not TikTok experts. We're just teaching you what we know. Yeah. Um, whereas, and I guess I think that's the thing of like, if you are going to pay someone, make sure like TikTok is their like main speciality, I guess, to then really know that you're going to get that value because, you know, you could pay for this, but we're not experts. And if you no, we've got no proof outside of our own accounts. I think that's one of the biggest things, isn't it? Like if there's no case studies of how they've helped like strategize with care again, I've seen her case studies. She shares them on her profile. You know, she very obviously knows what she's talking about virality now. So just um, as a little side note, we will link these in the description so that you guys can check out their profiles because they are very, very good profiles to follow. But again, they have lots of testimonials of proof that their methods work. Um, But you don't actually have to go down that route at all because you can just scroll through the feed and find trending sounds. And one of the best ways to determine if something is still trending is to click on the sound, which will be on the bottom left of a video using it, and look at the date of the other videos that are being shared. And so if you're finding that they are within the last this really varies so a trending sound can be something where everything's been posted in the last day or it could be everything's posted in the last week or everything could be posted in the last month it kind of depends on the style of sound so what I have found is that music sounds like sounds that are just songs tend to have like that longer shelf life in terms of being trending whereas I think lip syncing sounds tend to have a shorter shelf life yeah. Because I think people get sick of them really quickly. Yeah. Like, do you remember the, what is the one of, um? Oh, there's that one of like that hacker guy. I can't even think what it is. I'm not going to say it because this would be so annoying for anyone listening. But there was like one of, of like a hacker, like saying something and like everyone was using it and it went from being hilarious to being really annoying within the space yeah. of like three days. Agreed. And, I, I, and I'm the same. Like if, if it's just like a music one, you don't really, 
I don't know you don't really like listen to it so then no. like, you don't really mind hearing it more yeah. whereas yeah when I'm like scrolling through my feed and all I'm hearing is the same sound of like someone lip syncing I'm like I scroll quicker because I'm like oh this is boring me now like I don't really care about what they're saying over the sound anymore absolutely um, and you know what's coming I think that's the problem with the lip syncing one yeah is you're like, oh, okay, so they're going to lip sync this next line of this sound and they're going to relate it to their business. I think that's the, it quickly tires. Yeah. Um, but that is the main way to tell. If a, if someone's using a sound and it's got 2021, don't even bother. If it's got January 2022, don't even bother. You want to be looking for, so right now it's July. So you want to be looking ideally for other videos that have been posted in July. I tend to make it a general rule that if the top performing videos are from the previous month, I won't, I won't bother with it. Yeah. But if they're from that month, then you can assume it's probably trending in some way. And actually the really good ones to get on are the ones where it's got like under 10,000 videos and you can see that it's trending in the last couple of days because then it's, if it really takes off, you're much more likely to sit higher up that list when people click the sound and then they'll see your video. Because some people like to watch videos based on the trending sound. Yeah. So that's something to keep in mind as well. But yeah, so there are services. Uh, Jackson Tips is another one I think who has a trending sound service, but I've not used it. So I'm not sure what the um, what the payment structure or anything is. But yeah, so there are options if you want to take that out. But if you're just playing around and you have the time, you can do it yourself. Cool. So hashtags. our last final tip is hashtags. Um, so I guess with hashtags, it's to be honest with you, you could take the same rules from Instagram in terms of you've got your broad hashtags, you know, your more specific hashtags and so forth. So again, it's the same respect of you don't want to use too many abroad because again, you're trying to show up, you know, you're the one in the million to get found for that hashtag, for example. So it is about using variation when it comes to hashtags in terms of, you know, putting maybe like one in there or two that are broad but making some more that are specific for as an uh, example of like a broad one yeah um so like web design or seo tips would be broad or no not even seo tips seo would be broad and then as an example within my industry website tips and tricks is more niched and doesn't have as many videos under it yeah definitely so yeah good examples um or like say, or again, like marketing would be a really broad hashtag. Um, and then like digital marketing tips would make it a bit more specific. And yeah. then you could say like SEO marketing tips again to make it even more specific further. Um, so yeah, like again, the same as Instagram, you want to use variation. Don't keep them all to being broad, make them, you know, so then you've got opportunities to come up for some and not none um and also is it five i feel like it's up to five that you want to keep you as like the bare maximum in terms of like how many hashtags you should use in your caption yeah so i have played around with this a bit i went through a phase where i posted loads um and i made them all super niche like under i don't know like five thousand total posts or whatever and I didn't really find that they performed very well. And then I went to using very broad ones and using between five and six. And I've kind of found a happy medium now where the ones that I use are mostly fairly broad, but within my industry. So I'll use things like website tips or 
um, marketing tips. So they're not, they're not really, really niche, but they're also not like hashtag marketing, hashtag websites or whatever. Yeah, or I was going to say, or they're not like, because obviously like when you get, or you'll see on a lot of like trending videos, they'll have the um, FY, like hashtag FYP for like for you page. Yeah. So not like relatable to your industry. It's just like a very generic hashtag. Yeah. And actually across the board, I think the recommendation now is to not use that hashtag because it's completely irrelevant. You don't want to just show up on people's for you page. You want to show up on the for you page for people who are actually interested in your content because then yeah. they're the ones that are going to watch your video and that's going to tell TikTok that they've got it right in terms of who they're putting you out to and they'll put you out to more people. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I have found five to be my happy number. Yeah. And I don't yes. know if that varies from account to account, but that is definitely what I have found has worked best for me is five. Yeah, no, agreed. Um, I'm the same, to be honest. Um, oh, and another really good tip that I found on that recently was to kind of try and create like, I don't know for anyone who was on Instagram before they probably have done this at some point is to create sort of like hashtag banks so okay. say in your notes or what have you so I now have if for example a website review I will make sure it's tagged website review and then website tips and then if it includes SEO I'll be like okay I need to include a couple of SEO ones as well but then I also try and include a hashtag that is related to the customer or like the or let's say I'm sharing SEO tips. I would also maybe hashtag that small business or quit your nine to five or something that is relevant to the audience, not just the topic. Yeah. So I remember yeah. you and I forever ago, we did Instagram, you did Instagram hashtags for me. And I remember that's how you split them up, I think was. Yes. Yeah. Definitely, yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I think it means then like, you're not going to, you can kind of like just keep using them in terms of like, you haven't got a, again, for that quickness of like, you know, trying to add a new platform into your marketing like if you've got this banker hashtags then you've got them all you know ready and set up to go as such and maybe that you just tweak one or two to make it a bit more specific to the post that you're posting but definitely kind of like think about the services you're offering and then try to you know make a bank of hashtags per those services then you've got them yeah. and then like you say tweaking one or two to make it a little bit more specific to that like if it's on a particular type of audit or whatever, then you maybe want to make it specific to that industry. So more people in that industry can find it as such. Yeah. I feel like that tip's one of those tips where we've, we've kind of gone like all around the houses to get to the point of like, ideally Max. And again, this is just Amy and I's experience. So we can't, we are not experts in this. We are just two people oh. using TikTok for our business and telling you what's working for us. So five Try to vary them. Don't go too broad, but also don't necessarily go so, so niche that like no one's looking under that. Yeah, definitely. Cool. So I think that's pretty much it. Do you, do you think we should just quickly recap on the tips just so then like we can just do like a bit of a round off? Yes, 100%. We shall I kick off with the first tip? Go for it. Yeah. So, okay. Number one, if you guys can remember from all the way at the beginning of this episode, if you've managed to sit through is profile optimization, not worrying too much about not having that link in your profile and focusing more on giving people a reason to follow you or to watch your content and to consider SEO so that someone might be searching website tips, for example, and then therefore making sure your profile has those keywords in. 
Cool. And then I think our second tip, again, we've rambled on a lot, but hopefully you guys found a lot of value is don't overthink it. So again, in terms of like, don't overthink it, you know, test and learn with the platform, like see what works for you, see what doesn't work. Um, it could be that you test out different styles of content. Again, it could be testing out what type of profile you have, whether it's a business page or a personal account but literally just like play around with TikTok and get it to work for you and don't worry about what everyone else is doing really. Yeah, absolutely. Um, number three, I can't even remember. I think it was the three in one rule and yeah, that ended up being a whole big thing. So number three would be the three in one rule, which is for every one content idea you have repurposing that into three different styles of posts. Um, and then we had a lot of other stuff leading on from that in terms of making sure your content is educational, entertaining and trying to lead with sharing information rather than lead generation and letting the lead generation happen organically. Cool. And then the other tip, which I think was next, is um, <laughs> in regards to pinned posts. So obviously you can put your most trending ones at the top, but our recommendation would be to make them more relatable to you and the uh, services and things you do, because, you know, your TikTok, for example, is your shop front. So again, you're better off having one that's going to allow people to get to know you more, get to know what they can find from your profile, rather than a silly dance you did just to get popular, I guess. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> okay, and so number five was trending sounds. So we covered how to find them, which is by trying to find sounds that have recently had posts. So we're talking within the last few days have had an influx of posts and ideally under 10,000 posts, that will put you in the category of potentially emerging with that trending sound. Um, but also you can just search your For You page for trending sounds, or you can use subscription services. We have linked a couple in the box below that you could use if you wanna take that hard work out for you and have recommendations on what sounds to use each day, week, month, whatever. Oh, and then the last and final tip was hashtags. Um, again, with hashtags, it is a thing of testing and learning which, which and what work for you best. But try to aim for a bit of a mixture in terms of having some that are broad, such as marketing, and then some that are a bit more niche in terms of like digital marketing tips, for example. Um, we always say that the magic number is five. We found that five is or works best in terms of what we use in our captions. And then also to help you guys again, in terms of saving time, would be to create like sets of hashtags in your phone notes or on a document or something like that. And try to have like, a, you know, different sets of hashtags for all the services you provide and things. So then each time you create a post, it's quick and easy to add those to it. Yeah, and not to use the FYP hashtag or trending hashtags. Don't yeah. recommend using either of those. You need to make it relevant. You need to let the TikTok algorithm know what your content is about. Cool. Perfect. Well, that was a very long episode two. but we oh, That was a monster episode. I'm, if you made it through, congrats. And I hope you found this really, really helpful. Okay, guys, that's it from us. Thank you so much for listening and we will speak to you again soon.